0: Two Senseis and a Casual. What is up, everybody? This is another episode of Two Hip Hop Senseis in the Casual. I'm your host, Brandon, a.k.a. B-Weezy. And man, what a time to be alive. Happy to be with my bros. <laughs> What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Gerard. Another good day in the neighborhood. <laughs>
1: Uh, this is Drew A Day the name, and I'm just gonna let you guys know I am fried off Snoop's weed. <laughs> <laughs> Are you? Real? Yeah, that
0: shit's strong. <laughs> I feel like the creativity of those packages that I see on social media is just—it's so cool. <laughs> yeah, it's just so cool. Like I, I, and they'd be quick with it too. Like you'll see a meme one day, and then the next day you'll see packages with it. I'm like, well played.
1: There's uh, okay. the funny thing in the in the <laughs> top, there's like two little dogs peeking over the wall. One says, ooh and the other says, sticky-icky. Sticky-icky,
0: <laughs> <laughs> <That's laughs> <free>. ooh <"Ooo-wee." laughs> That's funny, man. But yeah, um, before we go any further, please make sure you are subscribed to the podcast and downloading our episodes. Also, if you haven't, checked out some of our old episodes. We got some good ones. We are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Anchor. We actually have all of our links within one spot, and that's within our link tree. Uh, it's also linked within our Instagram, so be sure to follow us at Two Hip Hop Senseis. Period. A period. Casual. Please leave us reviews, tag us in posts, shout us out, let us know if you agree, disagree, and just stuff you want us to talk about in the future. And if you're really loyal, at the end of the day, make sure that you tell to your, your friends, friends tell their friends, to, to listen friends to our podcast, we can be friends. fellas. We got a few a few things for for the people today. We got did you know? We got whose rhymes is it? Shout out to Drew. You know, what have we listened to slash watch? Um, then we're going to touch on something, The Best Rappers Alive, where uh, there was a link posted within my group, me, and we had discussions about it. But we also had discussions about it within our within our group chat. So uh, without further ado, let me get into the Ditchy You Knows real quick. 14 years ago yesterday, Kid Cudi dropped day and night. Wow. 14 years ago. That we is. Know. We old. we old, right?
1: <laughs> that is crazy. Um, I remember not liking him at first too. I was like, "This guy, this guy ain't gonna
0: make it." <laughs> he was just so. I feel like he was just different. Like he was day and night wasn't something you really heard, but it was like it was just a song to me. I couldn't recognize why I liked it, but right. it was it was a likable song. Like it was, yeah. catchy. it was super yeah. catchy, right? Yeah. Yeah. it was definitely <laughs> catchy. Um, and then speaking of catchy, seven years ago, Post Malone dropped "White Iverson," which. Mm. That song, when it dropped, was everywhere, oh, like yeah. <laughs> all the parties, like it, it crazy. Um, and then I had Take Care has seen a fifty, a 15% increase in streams on Spotify since Rihanna announced she was pregnant. Oh. Shout out to Rihanna <laughs> and A$AP Rocky. I guess everybody <laughs> is going through it, listening to Take Care Lil' Marvin's Room. There was some hurt people on social media when she announced the news. You know, there's a lot of fellas out there that for whatever reason, thought they had a shot. So, hey, if you need take care to get through it, listen to it. little take care.
1: But ASAP Rocky streams in skyrocket that's so funny.
0: No, I think there's more haters out there. I seen a tweet from Gerard that was really odd. Yeah, um, nah. I it's, it's some weird people out weird there, weird man. Um, yeah, I'll just leave it at that. But uh, the next one I had actually is kind of a little sad, but uh, Roddy Rich released a snippet of. A new song and got destroyed. Like I've seen a lot of people on social media comparing his career to like, um, who oh who was it? Oh, he used to play for the Sacramento Kings. He started off his career so strong. Wait, right. I want to say Evans. <laughs> Hold on oh, Ty Tyreek Evans. No, Tyreek Evans. Oh, you guys know oh. how Tyreek <laughs> Evans. I think his first year's career averaged I think twenty five and five, and then. You know, ultimately his career just, you know, went on the decline. But Yeah, like a Michael Carter Williams style. <laughs> yep. That's another great example. And I don't know. So so he got slandered pretty bad, but then he ended up, you know, deactivating all his social media. So, you know, obviously re review music on um this platform, but it just has me thinking, man, like at what point are expectations too high? At what point does this kind of, you know, do more harm than good to artists? I mean, roddy rich he, he he's he he has some great accomplishments to be so young in the game like you said drew his last album was kind of mid though i mean i'm sure he sees all the slander on social media that's why he deactivated his his social media but it's like you just feel bad for a guy that's that young um he listened to the feedback was releasing a mixtape after the album but now it's like almost like people are kind of trolling him um so I, I just was curious you know when it when it when it comes to criticism, you know, what do you guys think is too far? And then also at the same time, I mean, Roddy Rich, you just hope he's strong mentally because that can do a lot to a person, you know? Like there's criticism at the normal level, then there's criticism when you're a celebrity. I mean, I, I can't imagine that, but that uh, it's just got to be tough. So I just hope he's able to bounce back. But yeah, I saw that. wanted to know you guys' thoughts, Drew. I'll start with you. You know, what, what do you consider too much? Um, and then at what point do you think, Artists should be able to accept slander or just, you know, maybe it's too much for them to handle.
1: There's always going to be haters. But if you if you keep looking in those comment sections, nothing's going to happen from that. And I feel like he's in his own head now at this point because uh, he was on 2 Chain's new album. We'll get into that in a bit. But, like, he's not bad by any means. He just I feel like he's trying to appeal to a bigger audience now because of the box. And I feel like I've mentioned it before on here. It's like, oh, he's going to be the box rapper, you know right sad to say but it's kind of happening right now i feel like he's never gonna live up to that level anymore because of that and his last album wasn't horrible but it wasn't the best and i feel like if you're mid right now you're just doomed to fail it's kind of sad
0: you actually bring up a great point about the comment section i didn't even think about that it kind of goes back to like kd and like how he reads social media (laughs) most times you're not gonna see those good comments so no that's an excellent point
1: yeah and get a burner phone (laughs) <laughs>
0: yeah burner indeed yeah. what's your thoughts man i know you you actually were the one to enlighten us that like technically he wasn't you know a one hit wonder he has right. more than the box song so yeah. i look curious i'm curious rather to hear your thoughts
2: i think you you know there's truth in all criticism so like if he if people are giving you um constructive criticism on the music, then that's fine. You just gotta take that because that's that's the game. That's what you signed up for. Now where it goes overboard is where they start personal attacks and stuff like that. And that's mm. what you gotta remove yourself from social media. But you know, I don't like it like Drew said, his last album wasn't great. It was mid. You know, it was okay. But that's fine. You know what I'm saying? Like even in that last album, there were songs inside of there. I don't think he should take all the criticism like so hard you know to where like you feel like you're not your talent list because that's not the case you know he has talent but i think with social media where they like you know they're hunters where they smell blood they keep going like if you keep Mm -hmm. reacting and you keep giving them that that feedback that they want they're going to keep coming after you and i think some sometimes people think it's fun you know it's not funny i'm grown so that that (laughs) shit don't make me laugh like but you know the kids think that shit is cool so like, I think they just constantly attack him because he reacts. You know, the same thing, like, you was talking about KD. KD reacts, you know, and they feel like, all right, well, if this is the type of reaction we're going to get, we're going to keep going. But I didn't hear the snippets, so I'm not sure whether it was good or bad or not. Like, but, you know, snippets are always hit or miss for me anyway because it's like, bro, like, either you're going to give me the song or you're not. Like, I don't need to hear a preview. <laughs> like, so, but... Yeah, I think Roddy would be all right. I think it was a smart move to just remove yourself from social media because if you feel like it bothers you that much, then don't look at it. You know, right. this thing, on our it's on our phone. We can easily put it down. We can remove it from our phone. It's not life. You know, it's not real <laughs> life. So I, I think just it's a thin line between giving constructive criticism and then personally attacking someone to where you want to hurt them. And, yeah. you know. I think what we don't hear is constructive. I don't think we malicious at any by any means. We so. can be. <laughs> I mean, if it's that... not a joke. I
0: always try to, to, you know, like you said, I don't try to be hurtful with my comments. Um, and I will always be the person where if I'm wrong, like with Isaiah Rashad, like I'll admit, like I was wrong. I'm happy to say that. I think that's probably the bigger problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, people make comments even before they hear Project, and then they have went too far where they won't double back and be like, you know what? <laughs> like it actually was good or actually did enjoy it. like i think that's the thing we're far quicker to put negative information out there than we are positive information because that's not funny that's not going to get shared that's not going to go viral so right. um roddy rich so he posted you know i guess i'm a flop now with the peace sign and then put shit's mm-hmm. crazy so you just again you, ha- you hate yeah. to see that he had 3.4 um million followers on on twitter so again like you said gerard people kind of go too far and it's the cool thing to do But like when you're mature like that's it's not really that funny anymore Uh, so uh, i'm just hoping go uh, ahead drew i'll
1: say you know the best thing for him to do right now is like take a year year and a half off really write some like good material think of some good material he i think he i think he heard the slander too much from his last album teased a new mixtape And people from that point are like, oh, God, he's just trying to make up for it. Releases a single now or a snippet, like you said, and like just kind of rushing everything and trying to appease to everybody. I feel like he just needs to take some time and write some good music, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
0: A part of me feels like if he takes time off, though, the the haters win. I feel like. They they do for the the minute.
2: Release good music, man. That's what I was going to say. I feel like
0: bring in some heavy hitters and, and just make sure that whatever mixtape or album most likely mixtape he releases is just fire. Maybe condense the tracks. I don't know how many he has, but just make sure it's almost like you can't slander it, even if you want to. Like right. kind of like a Nas and Hit Boy type of situation.
2: Yeah, fans are fickle. You know what I'm saying? They they talking shit right now, but as soon as you release a banger, they back on your tip. So like <laughs> he he'll be all right. Yeah,
0: absolutely. But yeah, you guys provided great insight on that, and I was just curious. I wanted to ask you all about it. So. Uh, the next thing I have on here, you know, next week being the Super Bowl, I just happened to watch Michael Jackson's Super Bowl performance from back in the day, and my goat really stood and listened to crowd cheers for probably a full two minutes <laughs> to begin his set. In a day and age when everybody is trying to rush, make sure they get all their songs in, you know, as soon as their performance begin, they doing a song. He just literally sat there and looked into the crowd that was screaming nonstop. I I don't think there's any crowd I've seen comparable to that. Uh, in the Super Bowl as far as, like, volume level. But that that just was crazy. I'm like, who has the courage to even sit Like, he just literally stood there and sat there and just listened to the cheers. I'm like, wow, that's just next level right there. So yeah. I know we've compared. I think my favorite uh, Super Bowl performance was Bruno Mars. I was excited for that. A lot of people were hating on that. Um, I knew he was a great performer. Took him to the next level. But, I mean, we're all anticipating this upcoming Super Bowl mm-hmm. performance. So when I saw the Michael Jackson, I'm just like, man, I gotta, gotta, gotta touch on that real quick because I've never seen anything like that. That's my goat.
2: I don't think you ever will. Like I don't know. The closest, the closest I've seen is Beyonce. So yeah, that one was good. Beyonce, yeah. Beyonce. <laughs> the
0: Bayhive was 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 active, but man, I'm just like, never seen this before. Like you said, Gerard, probably never will. But yeah, man, just wanted to touch on that. And those were the quick, you know, little notes I had to start the show. So. Uh Drew, if you are ready, I know you have a whose rhymes is it. Hopefully, Gerard doesn't continue to be undefeated. But you know, let's let's see, let's see what I got today. Let's see what I got today.
1: You know, the hardest part is making these hints for these albums, just because of him. Like yep. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> it's just because if you get in the first two, I feel like, well, what a waste of research. Yeah, wow. no,
0: I'm ready for All this. Right.
1: Um, you guys ready? Yeah, yes, sir. All right, first clue. It's a southern album. I'm gonna go bland for the first clue. Just so Gerard can't get it off the bat. So just just keep your mind in the South. Um it is the artist's first platinum certified album. And it wasn't his first album. Comes like right in the middle. Is it T I? No Uh The album didn't want any features on it, but it ended up just having one on it.
0: Man, yeah, you uh you kept it you kept it interesting super with these super hints. Bland, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, the next two little maybe a little easier. This is a studio album but it's part of a mixtape series. Does that clue make sense? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to give you the last clue and I'm going to see who can who can just spurt it out first. Ready? This album relates to a popular beverage. Is it Ludicrous? No. Nope. Part of a mixtape series. One feature. First platinum album from the artist. And from the
0: South? From the South. You wouldn't happen to have any extra hints, would you? Come
1: on, man.
0: What are we talking about?
1: Uh, let's see if I could pull one. Very, the cover art is very colorful. Solo artist, correct? Yep. I'll give you one more. Um. This artist takes place in a long time from here. <laughs> a long time from now.
0: I feel like these are so like non specific, bro. <laughs> like you, you wanted to make sure Gerard didn't know, so it's like he was the complete opposite end of the
1: Yikes, I'm trying to just think of what I could pull out my ass real quick.
0: I literally have no idea. After you said no to TI and Ludacris, I'm like, I don't Yeah, I don't know. Two chains?
1: No. Gerard?
2: Nope. Don't know.
1: <sighs> Future dirty sprite too. Popular <laughs> beverage. Part of a mixtape series,
0: <laughs> bro. You had nothing in those hands. Right. <laughs> you know I'm not mad at it because Gerard didn't win, but <laughs> were they that yeah. hard,
2: bro? You didn't well, think, about the, hits, think <laughs> about the
0: think about the hints you gave us. So you said you said the artist is from the south. Yep. Oh, uh, you said
2: it's his first platinum album.
0: Yeah, you said the 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 cover was very colorful. <laughs> it is. Um, it's blue and
1: blue and purple. What were the other hints that you gave? It's, it's the, part um, of mix up tape that a mixtape pop-
2: series. It's up a studio beverage. out.
1: Yeah, it's a popular beverage, Sprite. Come on.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't think you understood how it was, <laughs> <laughs> those hints was. It was like uh, it was like some food that was seasoned. You know, it's just like you <laughs> eat a little on there, but it's like. <laughs> i don't know man that says I'm, I'm happy driving the win i'll leave it at that but all right at no point was i like future <laughs> that's pretty nice i don't know if that's good or bad job you, you... Well, <laughs> let, let, let's see if the audience can tell us if they could
1: guess it or not <laughs> i look forward to that because all right well the real question is it a classic oh Absol- absolutely good absolutely good.
0: matter of fact i'm gonna do something just real quick like we did last week okay pull up the track listing dirty Sprite two Look how colorful it is. Definitely <laughs> colorful. <laughs> right. So, the first song is Thought It Was a Drought. Classic. Fire. Classic, right. I Serve the Bass. Classic. Classic. One of my favorites. Where You At. Classic. Classic.
1: On- only feature on the album.
0: Oh, shit. That was the only feature on the album. Yeah. Crazy. See that, the, at no point when you said that, was like, hmm. <laughs> Think in future. Uh... So okay, thought it was a drought. I started of bass, where you at? Groupies. Yeah. I don't really know if groupies is a classic. It's a good song. It's a yeah. Lil One, I'd I'd I would i i, I would not call that one a classic, but another good song. Uh Stick Talk, classic. Yeah. Classic. classic. Freako, <laughs> classic.
1: Rotation.
0: Rotation. Classic. classic. <laughs> Slave Master, I think a lot of people view it as a classic, maybe. I don't I don't I, don't, I think it's a good song, but I don't I wouldn't. So call the- that the reason uh,
1: I started listening to this album was because of Rich Sex. I heard that the other day. I was like, you know what? Let me go back to
0: DS2 real quick. Oh, you know what's funny about that song? 21 Savage literally made a song that's like the same exact thing. As... When I heard it, I'm like, bro, he copied this. Let me see. Uh, Percocet and Stripper joint fire.
1: Colossals fire. Blood on the
0: money Time. If you guys remember the song FaceTime from, from 21 Savage it literally is the same exact like he he's in my opinion i think he literally copied uh rich sex i'll chop it yeah. up together for you okay when I get to it. we can get to out we can Let's Get
1: drunk our weekend, baby. We can get drunk our weekend. Let's get drunk our weekend.
0: We can get drunk. When y'all, if y'all go and listen to it, y'all be like, I can hear it. Um, so Blow a Bag, yeah, I think Blow a Bag was a classic. I can't, remember. I like, I like Blow a Bag. I blow a bag yeah. Blow today, yeah, classic. Yeah. Uh, Colossal, I can't, yeah, I don't know if I do you think do you consider that a, a classic? Drag? It was a good song on the album, I yeah. thought it was a good song. Rich sex, classic. 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 Uh, <laughs> Blood on the money, I, I don't consider that a classic, but I, I went when I heard it. It was perfect, perfect within the album. Yep, and then okay, we have the deluxe edition, which adds one, two, three, four, five. So first one was trap niggas, classic, <laughs> classic. Uh, the Percocet and stripper joint. I honestly classic. don't I even. I don't know. even remember that song to be honest with you. Um, Real sisters. Classic. classic, yeah. Uh, know the meaning? I don't really remember I that song either. To yeah. be
1: honest with y'all, and then look at the classic to
0: finish it. Fuck up some commas. I classic. mean, man, for a while you couldn't go anywhere and not hear that song. So right. I, that's, that says enough. And um, the
1: remix too. The remix was fire.
0: Yeah, I mean, was it so, Big
1: Sean on it or something?
0: Yeah, I mean, no, it's uh, let's see by January. Da, 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 da. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to see where it ranked. It, it was, was his.
1: Crazy. It's his first selling. It's his first platinum album, and it was his highest selling debut uh, to come out. But what's the other album? I just saw it
0: earlier. Well, Complex had it as the number two ranked best album in 2015. Um, Who they have number one? I was hoping you didn't ask that because they don't. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have that quite here
1: <laughs> so you want to know what's funny DS2 is his second best selling album High Off Life is his first and I was like dude High Off Life is nowhere near DS2 I don't even
2: remember High Off Life to be honest yeah, with you yeah I don't remember High Off Life exactly <laughs> but You're people loved it be. I guess if I'm guessing 2015 it gotta be Drake
0: nope it's a Pimper Butterfly Kendrick Lamar oh.
2: oh, okay. wow. well okay
0: <laughs> Ooh, they got purpose number five on here by bieber velly that was a great album right there it was great album if you haven't listened to it please go check it out but yeah drew um good job on stumping the shit out of us on the, <laughs> the who's rhymes i had not a clue That All was, right, that was go, a go, go a little easier on the next time i got gotcha. you.
1: <laughs> i got no. it I heard you guys oh. loud and clear
0: no, we, we stomped Gerard, and that was my main goal. So I didn't even need to win. As long as Gerard didn't, that was good. It's a win-win, then. All right. Facts. Right. Uh, so, yeah, let's, let's shuffle over to what have we listened to uh, slash so watch. Drew, if you feel free to throw a, a clip in there uh, so we can transition pretty smoothly. But. By example, I was down bad, fucked up. For example, jumped in an enterprise runner, went to Atlanta. Met a nigga with a bowls and clamp.
2: Give me that. Remember me riding in a shit. Like I told
0: you guys, I really haven't listened to any albums in full. Um a song here and there.
2: You ain't even done your homework. Yeah, I'm about to pull up on you, cuz like cause this is this this is getting out of control. You know what I'm saying? Now now you messing with the people.
0: You know dry, they're, they're, <laughs> dry, there's a lot going on. And, you know, I do need, maybe I need, you know, somebody from the school to call my house. You know, just <laughs> you know, give a little, you know, just support. You know, sometimes people go through some stuff. So, you know, homework ain't on the top of your list. You feel <laughs> me? So I appreciate all teachers that, you know, go out their way to check on people. So thank you, Gerard. Look forward to that call. Um, But I have been watching stuff. Um One was Peacemaker. I, I me, love
2: Peacemaker. Me,
0: oh, <laughs> Me and a, a friend watched it all yesterday. It's just too short. Like, I can't believe... I didn't even expect to get through all episodes. But, like, uh, shout out to John Cena, who... Um, my, the person I was watching it with literally was like... Uh, she said, is he like the white uh, the Dwayne Johnson or The Rock? Now I'm like... <laughs> Basically, basically, (laughs) when The Rock left WWE, like John Cena, every time he came back would like clown him, was like, Mm -hmm. you left the company, you're not loyal, blah, 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 then I don't know at what point, but maybe he was like, I don't know if I'm
2: jumping off the ledge here, (laughs) but I think he's funnier than The Rock, so. He is, as far as movies go, as far as. As far as he's fucking hilarious yeah. and peacemakers, so. you know
0: the Rock has a special place in my heart, and I think I've said it on the podcast <laughs> before, but if I haven't, the Rock has a special place in my heart. The Rock is funny, but I think it's more of who John Cena was previously. Where now that he's funny, it's like you know he's not corny; like he's actually pretty good at, at cracking jokes. Like um, the show that makes you laugh basically from the beginning. Yeah. Um, the storyline was good, the action was great. Um, there was twist. Yeah, I really can't think of nothing slanderable. Like, if you're looking for something that's funny with action to occupy your time, like, no, Peacemaker was really funny. Like, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't expect him to enjoy it that much. Hmm. Yeah, I love Peacemaker. Uh, Did so, you guys
1: see the Suicide Squad movie? Yeah, yeah. The second one. Yeah, all right good. I was going to say, right. did you just go into Peacemaker blind, or did you see that? So
0: No, but to be, honest, to be honest, to be honest, I mean, I don't think if you were a person to watch it, like you said, blind and didn't watch the second one, you wouldn't be too far off. Like It would be maybe a few things that they show, and you'd be like, oh, what's that from? But like, I don't think it was 100% necessary for you to enjoy that show.
2: You hmm. wouldn't know who he is unless you've seen um, Suicide Squad 2. Right. But it's a standalone like his story starts outside of that so you'll be wondering like where he came from and like it starts is immediately right after uh the movie ends on suicide squad 2 gotcha so, all
1: right
0: yeah so i'll check it out eventually oh, uh definitely recommend that to the people i enjoyed it a lot way more than i, I expected to <laughs> yeah me too. um the other show i have here that is near and dear to my heart is avid elementary school um yes it's like the black version of the Office. If you're someone who loved the Office, I would highly recommend it. If you're someone that just looking for you know a good comedy, still recommend it. It's an excellent show. Exactly. Um, yeah, it it, it has, um, and I want to make sure because I don't want to just call him Everybody Hates Chris. He has a name, Tyler James Williams, who played young Chris Rock and Everybody Hates Chris. It's funny to see him transition now into an adult. What makes the show for me is similar to the Office, where they will recognize the camera. Um, these characters also look into the camera. They observe the fourth wall. Um, I always appreciate when shows do that, but uh, everybody hates Chris, a.k.a. Tyler James Williams. Does an excellent (laughs) job of looking into the camera. Always cracks me up. There's memes now on it for, for social media where he just literally just looks at the camera, and it's like, you know, everybody I feel like in life now, if you watch Office, if you watch any show that, you know, or movie that observes the fourth wall, when bullshit happens in your life, you just kind of like pretend sometimes you look into a camera where it's like, this is my life. So I appreciate that. The jokes are hilarious. Um, the cast is great. Yeah. They teach great lessons. You you laugh during the entire episode, man. And who didn't appreciate great teachers that really tried to get the best out of their students? So if you have not checked that out, I have recommended that show probably 30 to 30 different people. And I hope someone that's listening now, if you haven't checked it out, please, please, Abbott Elementary School,
2: hilarious. Even some of the kids are funny as hell. Those are are the real stars. The kids are the stars because they are hilarious, too. They are hilarious. (laughs) They are hilarious. What
1: were you saying, Drew? I saw you tweet about it the other day. I'm like, what are you doing up at Abbott? Which... Bro, near that's the is a middle part. school near us back in the
0: day. So that was a funny part. I'm like, what are the odds? Abbott. <laughs> you no, know, when I saw that, I'm like, wow. But no, it's a great show, man. Nice. Um, but yeah, so that I that's what I've watched. Um, so Drew, starting with you, what have you watched and or listened to this week? We
1: just watched the uh Jackass movie last night, Jackass Forever. Mm-hmm. If you're a fan of the series, it's phenomenal. Hits you in the fields, a lot of, a lot of hits you in the balls comedy, so go check that out a lot of new members in the cast which could like set up for the future hopefully so it was cool um listen to 2 Chains album dope don't sell itself uh different different kind of pace for him it's only 12 tracks 33 minutes so he's following that short theme now uh but it just goes by like way too quick I couldn't really grasp any songs but uh, the track uh, "Neighbors Know My Name" was my favorite because it features uh D4L, Laffy Taffy. So go back. Uh, when you guys hear that, you'll be nodding your head a bit. And then uh Yo Gotti's CM10 Free Game. Yes, what an album from him at this stage in his career, man! Like I, uh, I really went into it not knowing what to think, and he blew two chains album out the water. Like
2: Bro.
1: could be in top ten end of the year. If, it's definitely you know.
2: Album of the year. Wow. It's fire. It's fire. Wow. That... No, it's, it's, it's fire, bro. I'll listen to it. I You know, I usually don't listen to albums like back to back like that. You know, I give it a rest and then I'll listen to it again just to get the right, second out. Nah, I kept that shit playing. Like that shit, it goes.
1: Yeah, like, 11 bro. tracks, 32 minutes. So same, same theme as Chains, but the quality in this is oh, just so 10 times two, better, two. man.
2: It's a double album, so it's two of yeah. them. So, I, like, all right to, we're uh, gonna,
1: i tried to listen to side b i thought side b was a little eh compared to side a um so i didn't know if we were doing it as two separate albums or you know
2: nah yeah i listened to both side a and side b and i was i was impressed with both of them so
1: i gotta finish side b then give it another shot i think yeah. i was a little burned at the moment because i was just listening to back-to-back albums from yeah. chains and then him so Lot of a uh, lot of street music in my ear at the time, but uh yeah, be Yo Gotti's album is fire. Yeah. I'm actually
0: I, I, I figured Exciting. I knew you guys I knew you guys enjoyed it, but I didn't know album of the year worthy. That's y'all got me wanting to listen to that. Um Gerard, you you always have interesting information on people. Do you have any any fun facts or fun stories or unknown stories or facts about Yo Gotti? Just curious, <laughs> not to put you on the spot, but So
2: there's a there's a song sure on enough. Uh,
0: what the eyes? I just thought uh, I was trying to stop him again. I, I I was like, nah, I ain't even tell him nothing about this in the preview. I know he ain't got nothing in his bag.
2: So there's a song on um I don't know if everybody knew, but there's a song on um uh Yo Gotti's album. And I think it's called Rap Money. <laughs> Rap check. It's called Rap Check, and he goes through his career in the industry, and like. He talks about him being signed to cash money when uh when Lil Wayne had uh dropped the Carter 2. And he talking about um you know his song Five Star Chick. That mm-hmm. was Nicki Minaj's first uh entry on um one oh six in Park. So mm-hmm. like you see all the things that uh Gotti did, you know, in his career and stuff like that. And I think it'll be interesting if people hear that to see the uh influence that Gotti had on the game. You know, outside of, like, you know, what you think you know about him. So, like, he said, while he was signed the Cash Money, he was still selling dope. So, like, you know, so it, it goes to show you perspective. Like, all right, yeah, they cut this check for me, and I'm supposed to be a rapper. But, you know, I still got to move some weight around, like, until I am really solidified. So, mm-hmm. yeah, listen to that you know that hey and and he got receipts because he showed like nikki was just happy that they got entered into 106 in part he played a clip where uh it'd be um five star chick had, like went to number one and she was excited about it Damn. so like it was aj and free announcing it so like you know this is his last album so i think he wanted to be more introspective um but yeah like i think that's a song you should listen to if you want to like see a history lesson of who Yo Gotti is
0: you know, people do a great job of sometimes just showing why they get paid the big bucks, man.
2: And
0: <laughs> <laughs> I want everybody to know I literally didn't – I didn't preface that. He had no idea I was going to ask him that. I just started a question two minutes ago and asked you, and you was like – like, again, a Christian. Shout-out to Christian, our listener. He said, Gerard, it's almost like you are in the rooms with these people to come over these, mm-hmm. these stories. Like, no, I I didn't know – I. First of all, it just seems like Nicki's been in the game for so long. Five-star chick just seems like it was almost the middle of her career versus the beginning. And that's just crazy to think about. Um, yeah. Actually, Nicki Minaj has been in the, the on social media a little bit because um, Gunna, Gunna's song was Drake. It's a little controversial. Um, has the sounds of a woman being pleasured kind of throughout the song. And originally nikki was supposed to put a verse on there but nikki said she spent months trying to see or convince herself whether or not she wanted to be on the song because of again and her words if she was to be on that song she had to fully go to that level of you know discussing sexual content that type of thing but with her being a mother now she says content like that you you become i guess more censored or more aware so she just didn't feel comfortable and decided to not be on that song. However, Gunna had no problems with it. They, they, I think they she put out a, a song together anyway, something different. But long story short, um, it's just funny to hear Nicki Minaj, you know, discuss not being comfortable anymore with sexual content when at the beginning of her career, that was a big part of her lyrics. So, you know, people evolve, people change, but it was just incredible to, to think about that. But Nicki's been in the game for a long time, man. And it's crazy to think about when, when you sit back. So that was one thing. And then I don't remember. I don't think I was informed that yo Gotti was a part of, uh, young money. So no, the cash money, cash money. Sorry. Money. Um, so that was a great fact, but just to think about him being around when the Carter two was dropped, like that's quite impressive. So right. no, Gerard, shout out to you. Was, uh,
1: was back to the basics under cash money, his debut. I can't remember if it was or not, but that that debut album from Yo Gotti was Flames, dude. I'm looking it up for you right now. Thank you. Also, a little tidbit, I heard a new uh, Nicki Minaj and Lil Baby song over the weekend, and it was one of the worst songs I've ever heard in my life. (laughs) I know we don't like to be malicious. What song is it? It's a Nicki Minaj song. Let me see. She made a new song. Do We we Have a Problem? problem. Do We Have a Problem? Did you hear it? Yeah, I heard it. I I thought Lil Baby sounded awful on it. I don't yeah, know if it was audio know. or something, his flow, but it was like he was off beat and the auto tune was out of whack or something. So
2: I heard it on the radio and I wasn't sure. So uh, <laughs> like I was like, yeah, I'm like, I don't know about this one. Like, it was but...
0: rough, man. <laughs> so back to the basics was uh released on TV TVT, uh which stands uh. for uh TV tunes. Um, the label. So, who's that? By Steve Gottlieb. Yeah. Um. So yeah, founded in 1978, and then I guess they separated or no longer. Um, in 2008. Hmm.
2: Yeah. So I don't think he released nothing on Cash Money.
1: Wow. I so I don't see.
2: Yeah, I don't see anything that says it was released through Cash Money. because mean- <laughs> Yeah. Yeah,
0: I don't see anything either. Yeah, so. I don't
2: see anything. So. Damn. I think he was just signed, and then when things didn't work out, he has to be released. So
0: Back to the basics. Yeah, <laughs>
2: Back to the basics,
0: baby. Um, so, yeah, Gerard. I'm going to move. Actually, not to be rude, Drew, did you have anything else that you listened to and or watched? No, just those two. Okay. Gerard, what did
2: you listen to this week, man? What did you watch this week? So, I listened to Gotti, like, uh, Drew, but also, I know you guys love comedy, so there's on Amazon Prime, there's a, like, it's three episodes, so I guess you can say a series called Fat Tuesdays, where they um talk about the ride, like, kind of the introduction and the rise of hip-hop comedy in L.A. Mm-hmm. So um, they talk about this spot. It's a spot called the Comedy Store in L.A., and they on every Tuesday, they had, you know, Black comedians and stuff come up there, and that's where they got their start. So I think y'all will both love it, because I know, like, it was something I loved, and, like, gained a lot of um, introspection as far as, like, um, you know, the dad from House Party, um, what's his name? Robin, Robin um, Harris. Robin Harris, and how he, like, kind of, like, ushered in this type of uh, comedy style that we love today, hmm. like, when on his day. And then Guy Torrey, I don't know if y'all know who that is, his brother Joe Torrey, um, how they took from Robin Harris and kind of blew up what L.A. had. From um, even from going from Inglewood and Crenshaw that district in South L.A. to Hollywood, you know, mm. so I think y'all would like it. It's called Fat Tuesdays. All right, making drawing.
0: Also, want to add someone that was inspired by Robin Harris, who uh, was the motivation behind a classic movie, Bebe Kids. If you guys haven't <laughs> watched Bebe Kids, highly recommend that. Yes. Uh, so he started the production, but the production was actually finished by Faison Love, who had to imitate Robin Harris' voice
2: um because he unfortunately passed away um however another they talk th- about that in there like so yeah they talk about that whole thing about him dying and i didn't realize he was only 36 years old when he died oh wow yeah so like yeah like they talked about th- him having plans to like he was becoming a big star and because like everyone loved him so much that's why they created baby's kids like even if we like can't get him on film we can turn it into a cartoon and that's yeah. what they do, baby, skits. So,
0: And another comedian that was inspired by Robin Harris um, had a similar style, actually, in presentation, was Bernie Mac. Hmm. Um, Bernie Mac was inspired by Robin Harris' comedy style, but um, I can't remember if Robin Harris was also from Chicago, but um, just his delivery, the way he told stories was unique, um, one of a kind. So, yeah, shout out to Robin Harris and shout out to Bernie Mac. One of my favorites.
2: Um, When you watch it, you'll see he influenced a lot because I don't know if y'all knew this or not, but when he worked with Martin on um, House Party, that was his mentor. When Robin Harris died, Martin was supposed to be Pookie from um, uh, New Jack City? New Jack City. Wow. He was was in a deep depression, so he didn't uh, do the role, and that's why they gave it to Chris Rock. Hmm. But it's a whole lot of stories on there about roles that people were supposed to have. Like, but because they all in the same groupie that the producers was just like, "All right, well, you don't want it. We just gonna give it to this guy." Like, it's it's a it's a really dope story about Chris Rock and uh, uh damn, what was that movie that he was in Uh where he was the singer with the blonde hair? Um, singer Bruce with Rock? blonde hair. Yeah, Chris. I mean, not Chris Tucker. I'm sorry. Uh Oh, with with uh... with Bruce Willis. <laughs> Willis yeah.
0: God, i can't even think
1: oh uh the uh fifth, element, fifth element yeah fifth element there so you go there's a super dope <laughs> story God, about
2: man. the fifth element in there with chris tucker and damn uh, listen, y'all okay. i can't i'm not gonna tell okay. it i don't want y'all to see it it's That cracks me up man but robin harris
0: was indeed from chicago um so that if you know bernie Mac, you know he's from chicago so definitely inspired bernie Mac. um but yeah, man, uh Gerard, I definitely I'm 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 wanting to check that out like literally right mm-hmm. now because I'm very intrigued. Um definitely about that story too by Chris Rock, fifth element, because that's unlike any role that you will see or Chris Tucker, sorry, yeah. um, see him in. So yeah, shout out to you dropping these nuggets, man. What else are you listen to and or watch? Uh
2: other than that, this week, mm, no, I was just listening to the songs that I sent y'all, like uh listen to singles, so it was mostly like um that the, oh shit. The Dr. Dre shit. Bro, mm. that shit hard. Mm. I'm not gonna even lie to you. Like I wish he would have released it as an EP instead of like a little like yeah. N- bro. Yeah, that shit tough. <laughs> and he got a song on there uh by himself produced by Bink. I don't know who y'all if y'all know who Bink is. Like he produced a lot of shit with Rockefeller. He produced a lot of shit. He from Virginia like, yeah, bro, you,
1: you talked about him on the pod.
2: Yeah, no, he got another banger with Bink. That shit, like, I don't know. I love Dr. Dre. He, I think he's, like, one of the great, I think he's the greatest producer of all time. So, like, when he released shit, like, I'm, I look forward to it. And, right. That he released on that GTA, the heist, yeah, it's tough. Mm-hmm. It was it's
1: probably better than that actual heist actually was or is. <laughs> but I'm good on that game. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Oh, and uh, I, man, Drew, you are gonna get mad at me? Why? I don't like hearing Eminem rap anymore. I'm, I'm <laughs> sick of it. Like, I'm tired of him. Like, just is that you know
1: Eminem slander I overheard? <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into it.
2: I'm just he can. I,
1: uh, Andre sent me that track. I haven't listened to it yet, but I'll let uh, you know. It's, it's, it's too choppy now.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Like, why he can't just rap regular? Like, I don't. Like,
1: <laughs> like, Who i like tyler tyler in that interview said he's way too technical now or yes, something he it, is
2: we get it, it you can rap we understand yeah. bro like just flow like i don't <laughs> i don't know, i like
1: i like the beat and everything on corday's album that he's on yeah, on man. that on that parables remix but yeah. it's it's just okay. <laughs> it's hard to it's hard to nod your head. Do it sometimes, Drew. If I
0: send you a clip of a of a comedian imitating Eminem rapping style, will you include it on the podcast? Is it is the it
1: guy? You? Is it the guy who uh was on TikTok or something? And he's got he's on Logic's album.
0: <laughs> I think so. It's a high probability. Nick Abano. Nick Oh yeah. <laughs> me, I, it's so I like a lot. <laughs>
1: Oh, a yeah. Logic, a Logic's album, he's got a track with Eminem, and they put that at the end of it. I'm in a
2: cabana chanting on a stand-up banner Well, you don't got the stamina, you are of the stamina. You are the stamina while you're divorcing Harrison Ford and I'm in a portion of the flowing points. <laughs> no,
0: I love that. Um, yeah. yeah, no, I, y'all know how I feel about present-day Eminem. Um, I have gave him some
2: flowers, but, yeah, I I can't,
0: well, I can't
1: quite do that's a perfect segue to talk about an era where he dominated.
2: I just thought, like, listening to the – like, it's a track with him and Dre – I'm thinking it's a track with him and Dre, and I'm like, oh, like all right, it's gonna be regular Eminem. No, he's the same right. shit. I'm like, bro, <laughs> you don't have to do this on every track. You really don't. Like,
1: I'm gonna, I'll listen to it t-
0: later, and I'll let you know. <laughs> Nothing quite wakes me up in the morning I like some Eminem slander. Let me tell you, it's the opposite of what I said earlier when we said we slander or don't slander artists. So I yeah. apologize if I'm. I'm here on here
1: ripping Lil Baby and Nicki Minaj.
0: <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, overall, we show Lil Baby a lot of love on the show. We just, like Rod said, we're going to be real about it. So, (laughs) shout out to y'all. But, Drew, you had a great segue earlier about dominating certain years. So, there was an article released by Complex. Uh, It was the best rappers alive every year since 1979. We aren't going to bore you guys with the artists (laughs) from the the 79 or 80s era. Although, I will say put some respect on Rev Run and LL Cool J because they were on that list. Um, a few times actually. You got Rock Slick Rick, uh, Big Daddy Kane. So, what we're gonna start is 1990. We're gonna go through the years real quick. If you haven't seen this list, uh, highly recommend checking it out. Again, it's on Complex. Uh, if you have seen this list, I look forward to thinking or or hearing what you guys think, rather, because we're gonna start off again 1990. What we're gonna do? We're gonna say what artists they have for each year, but also touch upon uh the Uh, honorable mentions that they have, which I think is almost more important because you hear, okay, if this is the best rapper, who else was doing, you know, a really good job at that time? So without further ado, fellas, I don't know if you guys have the list up, but we'll go through it. 1990 again, starting off uh, with Ice Q. And for the people, as I mentioned earlier in the show, be sure to check out some of our oldest episode or older episodes, because Drew touched on this album, which America's Most Wanted uh, by by Ice Q was controversial drew touch upon why, but that is basically the credentials for why they have ice cube as, as the best rapper alive in 1990. Yeah. Um, the honorable mentions they have here is LL cool J, Chuck D and Graham poobah. Um, this is when LL cool J released mama's going to knock you out. Um, So, I mean, at this time, I feel like cube definitely had to be the best rapper alive. You know, he uh made a solo album after leaving NWA, Drew, I'm sure you could provide more insight again on America's Most Wanted. I can see why they picked him for 1990 because that was that
1: album was like a turning of the tides with these newer rappers, like right. getting out of the 80s. It was, it was like direct of what was going on in the country at that time with that right. Ice Cube album. And like listening now, as I said on the previous pod, like some of the same shit going on still. So uh, great album for Cube. Phenomenal album.
2: Yes, he was definitely the um, rapper of the year for 1990. The honorable mentions is as close as you can get, though, because LL mm-hmm. Cool J was the man at the time. Chuck D actually, um, Ice Cube used um, Chuck D's producers to make that album, so like they had the same Sonics as far as like what you were using with the Bomb Squad. So like Cube using the Bomb Squad, Chuck D and Public Enemy using the Bomb that Squad. West Coast sound, baby. That no, the West the Bomb Squad is East Coast. Oh so shit. When, <laughs> when, when Ice Cube left NWA, he went to the East Coast on um, with the Bomb Squad, and that's how they, he made that album. So he didn't have a West Coast song for his first album. Yeah, but like, but he the the way Cube was rapping was completely different from everybody else. So yeah, the only person I would say was close was Chuck D or Cool J. But I love Grand Poopa as well. So I can see how they put Poopa on there um, with mm-hmm. Brand Nubian because like you know they were Five Percenters and you know mathematics and Wu Tang, you know you know all of that. Uh, but mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah, the, the the three that they have for honorable mentions is as close as you can get, but Q was for sure number one. Absolutely.
0: So, we're going to go to 1991, which they had Q-Tip, which I will say, one of the most shocking things about this list was the fact that I seen Q-Tip within the honorable mentions for a lot of years. Oh, yeah. um, so, I, I got to show them love for that, but credential they have here is the low-end theory, groove is in the heart, don't curse, road skating, uh, jamming seventies and then or Saturdays, and then come on down, so... The honorable mentions that they had was Scarface, Creech, and Dre's. So not familiar with anybody on that list other than Scarface. Obviously, Trench I know. Just
2: from Naughty by Nature, yeah. Ah, uh, okay. So thank you for that with, information. Dre's is from Black Sheep, so yeah. like you know, I don't know if you heard um... No Diggity.
0: <laughs> no, I've heard I've heard that song, um, but yeah. So wasn't familiar with those, but yeah. I mean, I, I don't have too many thoughts on that. Uh, so other than tip, your- tip in
2: 1991 because uh a tribe called quest was so big at the time I, i'll allow them that but honestly it was probably trash. if we that's be what i'm that saying it, tretch is <laughs> incredible man it was like, probably trash. like yeah. if i'm being real about it it was probably trash for 91 so
1: well then i was looking up to uh uh what's it called for a tribe called quest and they didn't even have low end theory out or anything their first album i don't
2: think many people listened to they said um, on this list it say low end theory came in ninety one. That's what they was called. That's what they gave it to him yeah. for it was for low end theory. All right. So it came in September
1: of ninety one. Yeah. Which I don't know. I like you said, I'd give it to Scarface or Tretch. Yeah. For, for ninety
2: one. Sure. I'm I'm giving it to Tretch. I love Face, but come on, man. Like at the time, at the time, Naughty by Nature was on, on fire. fire. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so like like I don't know. I'm gonna give it to Tretch, but it's cool. Okay.
0: I was surprised to see Redman in 1992 because in my eyes, I just, I didn't know there was a time where someone considered Redman, one of the top rappers in the world. Elite, um, But they have what the album um, and then Headbanger, I guess the song. But I, I, I was just very surprised by this again. Uh, the honorable mentions they have is Trich again, uh, Snoop Dogg and Q-Tip, which again, Q-Tip was on a lot of honorable mention years, but yeah, I mean, I, I guess I just want you guys to speak on this. I mean, Maybe I just uninformed. I know I'm the casual, but I didn't know Red Man at any point was this big uh, in his career. So yeah. Oh,
2: for sure. Yeah, like, and I think that's why. Um, I don't know if you put him on your list, Drew, or like um, underrated. Like, underrated. Yeah, underrated. Uh, yeah, I think we
0: our top weed artist, right? Are we are we Mount Rushmore? <laughs> I think you guys had him on there right. for sure.
2: Red Man is definitely underrated because, like, in '92, yeah, he was definitely the man. But again, for '92. They got Tretch, Snoop, and and Q Tip.
1: Where Snoop was a year away.
2: I yeah, think. that's what I was about to say. You Snoop know? is ninety three, but right. <laughs> but I still want to kind of slide towards Tretch, but I, I can see Redman as well. So
1: I just know I know Redman's an elite MCB, and from back then he was like the one who kind of to me invented punchlines in a way. Yeah, like, yeah. Introduce punchlines into the game, those like witty lines make you think, kind of. Mm-hmm. But his flow is
2: his flow is immaculate and still is. He, if you ask Eminem, he'll say that he got his style from Redman
0: Royce's favorite rapper is Eminem I was, or is Redman. He was, he was so, Redman,
2: yeah, wow.
0: Well, I'm glad we're doing this list because, again, I, I always I know Redman, um, him and Method Man. I always think of Method Man in a higher regard, but clearly that's because of ignorance. Because I did not know Redman was, you know, considered a top artist in the game in 1992. Yeah. Wow. So shout out to y'all. So you guys already mentioned it, but 1993 they got Snoop, which yep. I mean, without to. further ado, you got the Chronic, uh, then you got Doggy Style. So I mean, it's just amazing to see Snoop still relevant to this day. But the honorable mentions they have is, as I mentioned, Method Man, Trich, and Q-Tip, which crazy. <laughs> I mean, damn. I, clearly, the early '90s was all about Trich and all about Q-Tip because they everywhere.
2: In the early '90s, it was it was all about a Child Called Quest and um.
0: Tribe yeah. and Naughty?
2: Tribe and Naughty, yeah. They they ran the 90s at the time. So They had
1: Tribe released uh, Midnight Marauders, which is their pinnacle album, one of them. That's that and the it, low yeah. end there, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know if people... Q-Tip and Fife Dog, to me, are like one and the same. They're both great. So I'm surprised to see that Fife from Tribe Called Quest isn't on any of these. And
2: we had this conversation before, Drew. Right. I, I feel the same way. I feel like you cannot just put tip up and, and then leave fife in the in the um exactly a, yeah like because i think fife is elite as well so if you're gonna talk about tribe you're gonna have to talk about both of them and not just tip so but snoop is clearly the best rapper in 93 like doggy no, style uh, yeah still it's not it's no argument method man method man was coming up but no nah, i still. love midnight
0: marauders but doggy style that's fair in 94 they got Nas. They got Nas, and that was obviously, or not obviously, because I didn't know until recently, uh, Illmatic was a credential. Um, so, yeah, I, the honorable mentions that they have is Notorious B.I.G., Scarface, and Red Man again. Thoughts? Nah, they're they right. It's Nas.
1: <laughs> not Illmatic, but Illmatic still holds up. Yeah, they're right.
0: That's fair. Uh, so, 95, they got Notorious B.I.G. Uh, mm-hmm. Ready to die. Um, DJ Clue presents Bad Boy Volume 1, Junior Mafia's Conspiracy, One More Chance Remix Who Shot Ya and Totals Can't You See um, So honorable mentions they have is Raekwon, Prodigy and Tupac So I mean I guess obviously Tupac I know you, you The the year before what was considered His year so right. I can see why it was close but yeah I, I can't speak on Raekwon or Prodigy so I'm Sure you guys can
2: raekwon dropped the purple tape then right right raekwon dropped the purple tape so he could that's definitely an argument but biggie was on top of the world so it's definitely biggie and tupac is a year too early so like is it right before me against the world it's no it is me against the world but <sighs> all, like all eyes all on me come out in 96 so it's like bro like 95 you give it to biggie the next album me against the world is cool but the next album is what made tupac tupac so
1: but i think me against the world is still his
2: best like i think all eyes on me is his best
1: all eyes on me is the greatest hits for
0: sure i don't (laughs) know yeah they're both great (laughs) it's funny you say that drew because within the article it says meanwhile tupac released what many consider his best album me against the world uh featuring production from easy mo b uh but pox spent what was most of the year in jail on the charges um for the rape allegations so Despite his obvious growth, he was largely sidelined from any conversation because of that. Um, so that being said, in October 95, signing Death Row will put things in motion for him uh, to come guns a-blazing, uh, again, reading the article. And then 96 is when they have pot for, mm-hmm. as mentioned, All Eyes on Me, the non-Columinati, the seven-day theory, and right. then also drop the disc track, hit him up. So, I mean, when it comes to work ethic, really, it wasn't many that can compare. Uh, the honorable mentions that they have is Notorious B.I.G., Nas, and Jay-Z. So. And then Pac passed later that year, too.
2: Yeah, which Pac is last crazy. passed in 96. Yeah. Yep. So, but 96 is definitely Pac's year. Oh, okay. uh, yeah. for sure. So,
0: Yep. Uh, so Jay-Z being mentioned for reasonable doubt. Um, I like that Prodigy was mentioned for 95, but I
1: don't think I would have included him at all in the honor. I feel like there was better rappers at the time. It was mm-hmm.
0: nice that he got mentioned. Yeah. So, 97, they got Notorious B.I.G. again. uh, Life After Death, back-to-back number one hits with Hypnotize and Mo' Money, Mo' Problems. Uh, guest spot on Been Around the World. It's all about the Benjamins and victory. So, uh, he was only alive for 67 days in 97. But, I mean, already dropping those tracks, like I said, despite the tragedy, is Biggie's biggest year. Number one on the Billboard 200. So, yeah, the, the honorable mentions they have is Busta Rhymes, Jay-Z, and Twista, which was... A huge surprise to me because I, again, similar to 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 Redman, I didn't know there was a time where Twista was considered one of the biggest names in the game. Yes,
2: that adrenaline rush album. Yep. So right here, uh, Um, but um, no, they got Biggie for '97. That's right too. Jay Z had um, in My Lifetime Volume One. I don't think people love Volume One that much, you nah. know. Um, but he was he was up there, you know. But it was definitely Biggie's year, even though. He was only alive for 67 days like he died in march or something that's like crazy that, bro. yeah like um yeah biggie that's right they were right
0: okay so 98 they have dmx which again if you haven't checked out some of our old episodes please go back and listen because we've talked about uh dmx we've talked about ice cube uh talked about red man method man so a lot of these artists that are being named we have information on them so yeah he dropped it's dark and hell is hot flesh mm. of my blood blood of my blood guest spots and money cash holes and money power respect the honorable mentions they have is jay-z big pun and lauren hill so i can't say i am familiar that big pun at one time was one of the best in the game as was lauren hill east coast was running shit
2: i'm gonna be honest 98 is probably the hardest year to judge because it's probably the greatest year in hip-hop history so like wow like yeah 98 is like but I think they gave it to DMX because he released two albums in the same year. Right. right. And, and they the, both, both went multi, number one.
1: Yeah, say multi-platinum song so, albums, yeah. too. Because
2: so, so. Jay-Z <laughs> had a huge year with Volume 2. Lauren released the... Miseducation. One most, Miseducate, one of the yeah. more classic albums. Big Pun released a classic album. Uh, Capital Punishment. Yeah, Damn damn near anybody who released the album in 98, is a classic, and you've heard it before. So 98 right. is probably the greatest year in hip-hop history. So that's probably tougher to judge but i understand why they gave it to x like
0: so. mm-hmm. i agree bro that's that's to to think that's when jay-z dropped hard not life um and became a pop star selling five million copies of volume two that's wow Um and all love, those
1: artists yeah. were east coast artists which is crazy right <laughs> like, yeah.
0: so eight million when it comes to the miseducation of lauren hill so wow um yeah that When you say 98 was probably the best year, that's that's high praise, but I can't – you can't say that's not accurate. So going into 99, they have Mm -hmm. Jay-Z. Like we said, 98 is when he dropped volume two, Hard Not Life. Volume three, uh, Life and Times of Sean Carter. Guest spots on Heartbreaker and Lobster and Scrimp. So, yeah, they said that's 99 is when his confidence was at an all-time high. Uh, and they summed it up with the lyrics to say, you got a little flow. That's cool with me. But none of y'all motherfuckers can fool with me. So, um, yeah, that summer, is that's when he contributed uh, "Jigga My Nigga" to Rough Riders. So the honorable mentions they have is DMX again, Eminem, and Nas. So, I mean, while Nas won the one year, he's also been an honorable mention as well. A few years going. But, yeah, any thoughts on
2: that? Yeah, yeah I wanted to put Nas on there. Um I think he had Nostradamus and the lost tapes in that year.
1: You know who I wouldn't put on to oh. win is Jay-Z cuz Dre made Chronic 2001 that year and I think yeah, that he don't,
2: he don't count. He don't Why? count. Why? He's not a rapper.
1: He hasn't count. won anything though. He hasn't got he hasn't even got mentioned. Come on
2: though like yeah, he wouldn't I wouldn't put Dre <laughs> on no. Like cuz no. <laughs> but, Come on man Not I even would, to I, be considered though for listen, an honorable no, mention yeah, The honorable mention is I wouldn't even put M- Wait Marshall Mathers came out in 99 2000 I thought So Slim Shady M- came M- out in 99
1: Yeah so yeah, 2000 was Marshall Mathers Slim Shady LP was 99 Okay, it was so big but it wasn't M- as M- big
2: Okay Eminem 99 that's fine DMX 99 that's fine I wouldn't have put Nas in 99 Like I wouldn't have put Nas in 99 Was that I am. I, I think it was I am and Nas, yeah, Nostradamus. Yeah, yeah so no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> They're both rough albums. You know what? Those, when people talk about Nas, that may be his roughest year for production. Yeah. It was just they, like, I feel like he was trying to find the right beat that whole year.
2: Yeah, but just like we talked about last week, like they said, Nas dropped two albums in one year, both were met, um, were met with mixed reviews, but he was right. rapping his ass off. Which is true, but those two albums, like, you can pick joints off of them out and like you'll never right. say Nas can't rap. But no one listened to those two albums and was like, Oh yeah, Nas it. Like, no, you didn't. So <laughs>
1: So would like, you replace Nas with Dre though for that? Nah, I mean
2: <laughs> ninety nine. Come on. Dre is no. not a rapper, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fine. In fairness, you did have him
0: on your rock, Mount Rushmore drive.
1: So yeah,
2: but as to- in totality, hip hop, like not as this is rappers.
1: Let's go to the go to the two thousands.
0: If you haven't checked out I our, Mount you, Mount already show, <laughs> if you have not checked out our Mount Rushmore episode. Please again go check it out. This this whole episode is just plugging our old ones. Hey man, <laughs> we some classic gems people need to check out if they haven't. But yeah, 2000 we have
1: Eminem. The honorable mentions for 2000 should be Slim Shady, should be M. It
0: should be <laughs> Marshall Mathers. So they have the Marshall Mathers LP guest spots so on Forgot About Dre. Don't Approach Me. Three classic singles with real Slim Shady, The Way I Am and Stan, which hey, you can't even – I'm not the biggest Eminem fan, but you cannot argue with those classic gems. Yeah. Uh, honorable mentions they have that year is Jay-Z again. Andre 3000, which shout out to one of my – Actually, I'm not going to spoil that. If you haven't checked out our Mont <laughs> More episode, please go back and listen. The last person they have is Ghostface Killer, which I didn't know there was a time Ghostface Killer was considered one of the best in the game. So it wasn't 2000. I'll tell you that. What With Supreme Clientel?
1: <sighs> I'm not the biggest Supreme Clientel fan. I'm an Iron Man fan. No, okay. they have the album as being
0: critically heralded, though not commercially successful enough to get Ghost. Uh, Ghostface it wider is. recognition. so People love that album. It's not one of my favorite Ghostface albums. Okay. That's just being real. Well, <laughs> this show is all about being real. But yeah, Drew, <laughs> do you want to elaborate more on Eminem before we go to 2001?
1: You already said it. You already said it within the, the singles he dropped. The album he dropped is one of the fastest selling albums ever with Marshall Mathers. And like that album still holds up production-wise and quality.
0: Like It's fire. It's one of the best albums I've ever heard still fire indeed and shout out to myself for going back and listening to that last year um in full so yeah, yeah. 2001 they got jay-z which these pictures are hilarious if you <laughs> if you haven't checked out the article man the way that they captured the style of these guys during these times this was game of triangle nose bro this is classic <laughs> 2001 style with the jersey the chain even has the wristband the durag under the hat man brings back but memories was, but was jay-z rocking jet skier though yeah. Like, it was. I don't know, man. That's a great question because I'm
1: trying
2: to think. Does anybody rock Jets wearing here? That's my
0: question. <laughs> it's a picture well, of
2: him wearing that jersey when Curtis Martin was playing for them.
0: I was going to say, yeah. that's got to be the only Jet because I don't know anybody rocking a, a Wayne, Wayne, what was it Trebek? I, <laughs> his
2: name I can't
0: see anybody rocking that jersey. But uh, so they got Jay Z 2000s, the Dynasty Rock La Familia, the Blueprint, Jay Z Unplug, Guest Box on Dumai and Fiesta Remix. Mm-hmm. And an epic beef with Nas. Um, honorable mentions: They have Eminem, Ludacris, and Jada Kiss. Which, although Jada Kiss was relevant last year, and I know he's he's one of the top in the game, and a lot of artists, one of their top rappers. I didn't know there was a time where
2: Jada in the early two thousand was considered best in the game.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh,
2: you got At the time, he had uh, Kiss. What is it? We gonna make it? We had knock yourself out and put your hands up. Yeah. Kiss the Game Kiss the, Goodbye. Game, Goodbye, the yeah. album. So, yeah, the only one I'm disappointed in, I think they should have put Nelly in here. So, Ooh. like, that's yeah. the one. I don't know if they put him later, but 2001, I feel like Nelly should have been in there. They put Ludacris in there, though, which is dope. But, yeah.
1: Wow. And I was just skimming ahead. They don't have Nelly at all yeah I was gonna Country, say who, grammar is a classic man yeah.
0: who do you take is it jadakiss you replace with nelly because you can't take out eminem he's still going hard and we already talked about luda
2: how he had the great run so, so if we if we're talking about mainstream and like numbers nelly should definitely be in there if you're yeah. talking about lyricists and like uh overall like peers like looking at you as like if you're on the same level then you're talking jadakiss so it I don't know. I think they just narrowed it down to three names, but I feel like it's disrespectful that they didn't put Nelly on there. Yeah,
1: I'm not sure the credentials they use that complex because in the little mini articles for each year, they talk about numbers a lot in these, and they don't really talk about skill-wise a lot. So I'm curious because, like, Nelly, if we're talking just sales, he should be on it just off that. Like, Um, Country Grammar
2: went crazy. I think that's the one they missed. They missed that one. It should be. If we're being honest, without
0: without Nelly, I don't know if we have a a Drake just just being right. one. Yes. Yeah, so a lot like, of those. Yeah. I mean, a
2: lot of those southern yeah. artists too.
0: Yeah, two thousand
2: one, they dropped the bar. Nelly, Nelly should be on there. Two
0: thousand two, they got Eminem again. Uh, Eminem show eight mile soundtrack, three top five hits, and had the best selling album of the year across all genres. Which, man, hey, you. even as a big hater, man, the numbers speak for themselves.
1: Eminem show is a great follow-up, too, for Marshall Mathers' LP. Like, you don't think? No. I, I love don't, Eminem don't. show. Production-wise, I, I thought it went up a notch. Just to, from from Dre's standpoint,
2: a little more polished than some of the beats. I'm okay with them doing Eminem for the 8 Mile and the 8 Mile soundtrack. I didn't like Eminem show. Um, they got 50 Cent Cam and Nas for the honorable mentions. Cam had a great year in 2002, so he that's did. cool. 50 Cent is a year early. Uh,
0: right. That's what I thought when I read the article. I'm like, wait, how is it not Eminem? And then I went to And, Nelly's, next, still like, mm-hmm. no and two, Nelly's still not mentioning no, Nelly's still not, yeah. <laughs>
2: like,
0: yeah. <laughs> Gerard's over the
1: list now. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I want to do something real quick. We mentioned um, the Eminem show. I just want to go through the tracks real quick, real fast. Yeah. To see. Um, so we got, number one, Curtains Up, a skit. Number two, White America. Great. Um business three business cleaning out my closet i'm not even looking i could just do it no cleaning out my closet <laughs> is definitely a classic uh out my closet drew you want to keep going I'm, I'm impressed to see if you can keep going off memory five is a skit right uh no square dance is five oh, that's
1: one of my favorites off the album six is a uh, skit, six is a skit seven is saying goodbye to hollywood or soldier
0: soldier yep soldier then, then saying sang goodbye to
1: hollywood yep uh what are we on nine yep drips which was a little fun fact not on the edited version uh 10 without me 11 a skit or yep. no.
0: paul rosenberg skit yep.
1: 12 is sing for the moment yep 13 oh. superman okay <laughs> 14 oh this is where it gets fun give me a hint well 14 Haley song okay 15 15 skit
0: yep steve burman
1: 16 oh, is when the music stops. Yep. Oh my God. <laughs> 17 is what you say with Dr. Dre. Say what you say. Yep. Say what you say. Oh, yeah, 18. 18 is um do do with D12. I can't think of the name of it.
0: Nope. 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 No. It's a very popular song. My dad's gone crazy. Nope. That was Damn. 19. I lost it. Sorry, boys. <laughs> no, you're good. It's 18. A- you know this song. It's a popular song, and I might have been. We might have talked about this as a single at one point. Oh,
1: till I collapse.
0: Yep. Yeah.
1: Then nineteen. Dad's gone crazy. And yeah. then twenty
0: is curtains closed. <laughs> it's good.
2: Drew, still was, Drew that was the that was same reason. Yeah, that's dope, Drew. That was very good. <laughs> <laughs> I memorized those, man. <laughs> but that's the same reason I hate uh Drake's album. Is like I love, like I love some songs off of Eminem show. That's fair.
1: That's okay. Like,
0: yeah. No, that I mean, it's a lot of classics on that, so I I don't yeah. know. It's kind of hard to disagree with Drew, but um, so yeah, 2001 was or 2002 was M. 2003, as we already mentioned, was 50 Cent. Um Richard died crying. Yeah. Really, nothing more needs to be said. Number one hits within the club. 21 questions. Then guest spot on Magic Stick. We all die one day, and the realest killers. Damn it, bring hands that. down,
1: you can't yeah. take it away from Fifty for three
2: at all. The craziest I'm... thing is Jay released the Black Album two thousand three, and you still oh. cannot say two thousand three did <laughs> not belong to Fifty Cent. Like that's so crazy, <laughs> <laughs> like, that's
0: so... insane. I mean, they got honorable mentions: Jay Z, Eminem, and T.I. Jay Z's retirement record, the Black Album, put some number two on the list. Um, that's sad. That's yeah. sad, <laughs> but that's, that's the power of Fifty, right? <laughs> so. They have T.I., um, Jay-Z, Eminem, and T.I. And then it says, finally, T.I. recovered from his debut flop and built buzz in the streets of Atlanta through the series of mixtapes and smash underground singles such as 24. They say his scene, stealing, guest verse on Never Scared grabbed the nation's attention, and his comeback LP, Trap Music, was released. Um, sold modestly at first, but in time, has become one of the most recognized Southern hip-hop classics. For sure. So, said all that to say, 2004 was considered <laughs> T.I. And it's funny, the picture they have of T.I. is him – Rocking his hat in unique style like only T.I. can. But they have Urban Legends, uh, The Slow Burn of 2003's Trap Music, Down with the King, Guest Spots on Soldiers, Goodies, and Stomp, uh, yeah. which I said ended Lil Flip's career, which, damn. But. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so the honorable mentions they have is 50 Cent again, Cameron and Game, which to me, man, Game documentary was. Gosh. Yeah, that had yeah. A, a special place <laughs> in, in in my heart. Uh, still I think does. <laughs> still continue to to build upon the success of uh 50 G Unit, but I mean, Urban Legend was. I mean, you can't really argue that. I, I guess I think but, I listen to games more than I listen
1: to Urban Legend.
0: I that that's true for me too. But but
1: I'm not saying Urban Legend. Urban Legend's amazing, great album. But <laughs> I'd
0: I'd put Game personally. Yeah. Any thoughts? Anything to add on that before we go to 05?
2: So the the honorable mentions was Fifty Cent and Cameron. Yeah, I give yeah. it to Ti. Ti had a great year. Yeah. What about Game? Who? <laughs> <laughs> I know five.
0: <laughs> <I> o <know> five. <laughs> <laughs> oh five had Jeezy. Um, let's get it. Thug motivation. 101, Trapper died. Boys in the hood. I I mean, he created trap music. Yeah, I mean. He, he, Pretty much, <laughs> like pretty much, created trap music with that album. Doug Motivation One On One is it, it just it's it's one of the best trap album mixtapes, whatever you want to call it, that you will ever
1: get. So Do you remember freshman year of football too? Like I feel like that was our theme that whole year. That album, you know, I feel like every single bus ride, everything, like locker rooms, it's
0: all we played was Jeezy. I mean, you had Soul Survivor go crazy, like yeah, yeah. that just. Man, Trapper Die. I just no, that that was a special time, man. Boys in the Hood too. Yeah. Honorable mentions they have is fifty game and common. Common is one that I'm very surprised to see. But But I'm not. Have
2: you heard B? Yes. Phenomenal. So that's that's the reason why Common is in here and that's well deserved because B was an incredible album. It is. Um, and it's, it's crazy to consider that the people that he was competing against like uh, 50 Cent, like uh, the other guy, yeah. and, like,
1: <laughs> and like Jeezy. Well, I can't <laughs> wait for that Game and Hit Boy album so you can say his
0: name. Yeah, Redacted
2: in <laughs> Hit Boy, yeah.
0: You know what's funny? They they, they mention how uh, Jeezy first broke nationally because of Gucci Man's Icy and just thinking about how big of an impact that song had on both of their careers and personal lives. It just... Mm-hmm. Like, man that's crazy wow that's crazy uh 2006 little wayne yeah. uh 2005 the carter three like father like son dedication to Barrage, uh and then guest versus on give me that make it rain and you um but this is when this is when rain uh wayne really starts to uh yeah. you know go to that next level yeah. this one so wayne crazy. go crazy yeah <laughs> um <laughs> Honorable mentions they have is T.I. Pusha T was one I was very surprised to see in 2005. And Lupe Fiasco, they said Pusha T might have been the best Coke rapper alive, whatever lack and commercial appeal. Hell have no fury made up for in cold mechanical raps. So this goes back to the point you guys made. I mean, is is it rap ability that they were looking for, or is it numbers? Because I
2: think it's a bit of revisionist history here (laughs) because I think that. You know, we all love clips, but at the time in 2006, I don't think people were uh, championing pushing Pusha T like that. No. I think it was more so malice. You know, what I'm saying if I'm being completely honest, and I love Pusha T, but, I was still
1: trying to figure out which one was which on the track. Yeah,
2: I don't. <laughs> like, yeah. That's very fair. That's very fair. <laughs> I think Pusha tea time came a little later.
1: I say plug in our old episode. We uh went on that list one time where we were talking about albums, and we talked about 06 is one of the best years ever. Yeah, Probably yeah. second to 98.
2: Yes. Mm. And if this 06 is tough for me because, like, this is when Wayne went on his run. But also, I told y'all, King has a special place in my heart, and that was uh, T.I.'s album that came out this year. So, mm-hmm. yeah, mm. right. Yeah, you and Liquor me. was a
1: great great debut though from Lupe.
0: Yeah. Yep, kick put. Yep. Bro, if it wasn't for Wayne, like you said with TI, I mean you got you don't know me, live your life, what you know like Dude, he had some big time. Like these were like super big hits. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um wow. So yeah, obviously was shocked by Pusha T but then Lupe, don't want to forget Lupe. I mean you got Food and Liquor which I know a lot of people uh call a very very good album. Um yep. But, yeah, I mean, did Lupe ever reach that level in you guys' opinion that he did in it, food and liquor? Yeah, the cool. People the love cool. that just as the much. Cool. Yeah. Good point. Good point. Uh, so 2007, Kanye West. Uh, graduation beats 50 Cent in a highly publicized sales battle. Uh, can't tell me nothing. Stronger, good life, and homecoming. Man. No. Uh, honorable mention was Lil Wayne, Jay-Z, and Andre 3000 again. Yeah, Wayne was still going on the, the stretch that we mentioned. Doe is what I got. Oh man, that oof. I was
1: thinking though, Kanye should have been mentioned to an O four as an honorable mention, just for the college dropout
0: alone. And because that's a great hip hop album. Who you take out of 04, because if you got TI winning and then you have again 50, Cameron and Game, we already mentioned game to us.
1: <laughs> Do you take 50 out of 04 at all? You can't because he made G unit then. He like solidified G unit then, you know? Yeah. You can't yeah. take a mark because we it's got
2: tough. Um, the Massacre in 04. So. Yeah, it, but I the college G dropout is better than the Massacre.
0: You still got G-Unit at, starting at
2: the time, up. I don't think at the time Kanye was – I think once it became the late registration, that's when Kanye became Kanye. I agree. Um, he was more – still at the time with college dropout, he was more considered a producer. Right. So, yeah, I would give 05, 06 like that time for Kanye. Yeah,
0: fair. So sevens fair. Yeah, yeah. OST, yeah, okay. I'm trying to think of what made them put what made them put Andre three thousand there. Um, the, um, all those features, probably. Right. Yeah.
2: And yeah, uh, what
0: is a slightly disappointing in hindsight event was the return of Andre three thousand three stacks comeback highlighted by a series of memorable guest verses. So, like you guys said. Uh, was ultimately a tease for a solo project that never materialized. Still, you couldn't shake the feeling that every time he dropped a verse, it became the most talked about yeah. 16 of any given moment.
2: See, And that's, I don't like that. I don't like that. <laughs> no. Because, like, you can't say, you that's a backhanded compliment. You can't say, oh, a slightly disappointing event was the return of um, Three Stacks. Right. And then he do all these guest verses and then don't release shit. You said, <laughs> we're still going to put him on here anyway. No. Like, yeah. like, like bro, like, nah, I wouldn't have was, put him on that. I did like his Walk It Out verse. I was just about yeah. to say it was 07 walking Walk It Out. It's, uh, yeah, I did like his Walk It Out verse. So.
0: <laughs> fair. So 2008, they have Lil Wayne again, The Carter 3, Dedication 3, 4 top 20 singles off The Carter, which Loving This Club, Part 2, My Life, Can't Believe It, Swag Like Us, and
2: Turning Me On. Yeah. Woo. I got a question real quick before we get into it. So um we was me and my big brother, we was watching the games uh last week and we was talking about this specifically because I said that I, I love the Carter Three and I feel like mm-hmm. we we had this on um, so me and my brother were talking and he said that he was disappointed in the Carter Three because the year before, or that's in that, and that I can't even say the year before with Wayne, like in that same time, Carter um Wayne had released Dedication 2 uh the um the drought sorry for the wait and then you get the, the Carter 3 and he was like I don't like the Carter 3 and I don't feel like Wayne should get uh, much credit for that because he had mixtapes better than um than that. How y'all feel about that?
0: It's kind of fair cuz mixtape Wayne was just a monster that very few people can stack up with but I enjoyed the Carter 3.
1: Yeah. And it lived up to the hype to me. Like I feel like that whole summer that's all we played, you know. Yeah. <laughs> It's I mean, one of those albums that like trumps everything else
0: that came out that year because of how big it was. Going back to the track listing though, you got Mr. Carter, which I mean, him and Jay Z rip. You got a Millie Got Money, Comfortable, which I think is again highly underrated with Babyface. Doctor Carter, Phone Home, Tie My Hands, Mr. <laughs> Officer, Let the Beat fire. Build, Shoot Me Down, Lollipop, La La, Playing with Fire, You Ain't Got Shit. Nothing, Classic, Don't Get It, He's Like hurt, Nah, hurt. Like I <laughs> Like. When it comes to albums, like I I don't.
1: I could still put that album on and listen to it front to back and not skip any track, you know?
0: Yeah. That's, and that's I mean, the power bonus, of that album. When you come from bonus tracks, I mean, it's got the Lollipop remix, with again, uh, Kanye West, like, yeah, I know. I, I always enjoy Carter Three, so I, I can't agree with your brother only because Carter Three was one that, like Drew said, I could still play to this day. And
1: It was okay, more yeah. poppy. I mean, I'm sure he wanted, you know, more hip-hop and Wayne whip, ripping tracks apart, but you, I mean, that's a studio for you.
2: Yeah, I agree with y'all. Like, I love Carter 3, you know, and it, mm-hmm. it was... Um, so I'm I'm good with that, but I was just saying, like, compared to, like, when you was listening to Dedication 2, II, Dedication 3, um, The Drought, and um, Sorry for the Wait, do you still feel like the Carter 3 matched up to those? Like, personally? Yeah.
1: I just, I mean, I just knew that studio albums and mixtapes were going to be different, you know? So, okay. I knew I knew, especially hearing Lollipop. Lollipop was everywhere before that album came out. So I kind of knew Wayne was going to be in a different direction with, with an actual project, you know. Right. So I lo- I, I mean, Carter Three's still up there for me for Wayne projects. Yeah, me too.
0: Yeah, I guess it's just looking for different things because mixtape Wayne. I feel like the anticipation was hearing Wayne over somebody else's beat and seeing how much better or worse he could be for the that most too, part. Yeah. Um, yeah.
2: Because I, I feel I, like he was just like. He had all this built up anticipation from the mixtapes, and then you heard the Carter Three, and like y'all said, Carter Three is way more commercial. So yeah. like, it's a different sound and feel than the mixtapes. Like, so you listen to it, and you're like, "Dang, this ain't this ain't what I heard all summer." When you heard Three Wayne mixtapes <laughs> in the summer, like so. Yeah. Like, so I like, mean, yeah. it's a, it's
0: a it's a very good question because it is two different sounds. But I just feel like you can't slander Lil Wayne for the Carter Three because I mean, yeah. the hits are unquestionable. The numbers that you you know, are almost uncomparable. Like, nah. I I guess like you said, like with Drew, sometimes when an artist like will have more R and B type songs or like poppy songs, that'll be criticism that he'll say. But like It was the perfect balance for me on Carter Carter Three. I know? feel like that's the thing. You had R and B, but you also have some songs where it's like, uh Mr. Carter, like his his verse on there, and Jay Z's verse, like mm-hmm. if he was looking for rap, that that got it for you. Uh, let the beat build. He yeah. had bars for you, like he wrote. You the ain't got bar. nothing with
1: Juels and uh yeah. fabulous, like dude, yeah. that's just a bar marathon.
0: <laughs> yeah, should,
2: so I watched him, but it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, Joel's was fired too. Yeah,
0: Joel's had a great verse. Yeah. So 2009 got Jay Z again. Um, uh Blueprint 3, number one, the num no, the first number one hit of his career, which at first when I heard it, I'm like, wait, that wasn't his number first number one album, but then I forgot they were talking about actual songs, and the song they're referring to is Death of Auto Tune. No, um, Empire, State no Empire State. Empire State of Mind, sorry. Yeah. Uh Jay-Z's biggest hit ever. Um man, I forgot yeah. Death of Auto Tune was hilarious to drop because everyone was using auto tune. So everyone was pissed
1: when he that. dropped that too. Everyone yes, was word. pissed.
0: <laughs> um, honorable mentions so they have Kanye West Drake and Gucci Mane which I'm actually glad I was happy to see them have Gucci because I've mentioned it on the show before but like I feel like this was possibly Gucci's biggest year like Gucci uh, you have writing on the wall blueprint the movie 3D uh, singles like Wasted Lemonade like I mean what was it? state state vs. Uh, Roderick, Davis. Roderick Davis yeah, state, yeah like no, nah, that that was an amazing album bro so no, yeah. shout out to them for putting uh, Gucci on there, and then Drake uh, started to show signs. They say he has so far gone, which was released in late 2009 with "Best I Ever Had," um, successful and forever. Uh, and also, I'm going in. So, yeah, I yeah. mean, and Kanye had "Knock You Down," "Walking on the Moon," with the Dream Maker say "Get uh, uh, Cudi Forever," um, or "Forever with Drake." Sorry, and then "Run This Town" with Jay Z. So. Yeah. Um kind of a preview because 2010 they had Kanye West, uh My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, which there's no words needed for that. I another mean, one of those albums, man. Another yep. one of those albums. I'll
1: say it's funny for those he's got Ross and Nicki and they're both on Dark Twisted Fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> no, damn.
0: I didn't think about that. Sheesh. It says ironically, despite rapping at a higher level throughout the year, the two best verses on My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy weren't from Kanye. Instead, <laughs> he was able to coax inspired performances from Nicki Minaj and Rick Ross. The later, uh, who saw his growth as a rapper reaches apex on "Devil in a New Dress." It says Ross was never perceived as a great lyricist until "Deeper Than Rap" won him the award for most improved rapper. But nearly uh, flawless Teflon Don, damn, that was a great album. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah,
1: say "Recovery." Recovery was 2010 too, which is where me and Gerard were saying that point in M's career where it changed. It went a yeah. whole different direction. So, yeah. But <laughs> compared to Dark Twisted Fantasy, it's not touching it. I love Recovery,
0: but Dark Twisted Fantasy is its own monster still. Bro, they, this is a this is a great argument because I've heard a lot of people say one way or another, but they got the verse of the year belonging to Nicki
2: Minaj on Monster. I'd give it to
1: Ross on Devil in a New Dress, maybe. I mean,
2: <laughs> I, I mean. I don't know. It's tough. I thought Nicki verse was high tough. Like yeah. Yeah. Bro, can I, go think, I, think, I think Ross's Devil in a New Dress is the best verse I've ever heard him rap, you know. But that Nicki verse is crazy. I think that Nicki verse put Nicki in the, in the stratosphere where you can compare her to like everybody else as far as one of the best rappers.
0: Like, yeah. You know. um, so it has a rejuvenated Eminem returning to the forefront of rap after kicking his drug habit, abandoning the accent, and dropping the well received recovery. Um, 2011, they had got Drake. Take Care, which, to me, again, is my best or favorite Drake album. Try to see here. Bill Simmons once called LeBron James a car wash everything package, saying you see an athlete get yeah. handed the everything package maybe only five times in your life. Drake is like the LeBron of rap. Oh, what a compliment.
2: <laughs> 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 <Okay>. <laughs>
0: rap, crap projects, create a soundscape, and drop meme-worthy lines. Shout out to my goat. Might as well package this in 2012 together, B. Yeah, because I mean Drake is both years, but honorable mention in 2011 was Rick Ross, Jay Z, and Kanye. So yeah, I mean this was Watch the Throne. So that's when Drake came into his own. Yes, he I did, feel yeah. like
1: I feel like these complex lists aren't really giving much love to like double albums like that or like uh, compilation albums because mm-hmm. you know I mean half of it's one artist, half is another like yeah. uh, like Q Tip and Fife, you know. So
2: yeah,
0: I think they're they're giving a little more love to like solo albums that really blew up yeah so 2012 drake again um 2011's take care uh and then a bunch of guest verses which stay scheming no lie amen pop that fucking problems which whew, uh <laughs> you know it just started coming like you said and in, into his own yeah Man, i mean right, what more can you say honorable mentions kendrick lamar two chains and rick ross again uh this is when two chains dropped true religion um and then also dropped Spend It, uh, was on Mercy, so mm. big year for him. Kendrick Lamar, um, he dropped Good Kid, Mad City, so, <laughs> hey, man, I guess, oof, that's, yeah. <laughs> 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 that's, um, yeah that's tough. Because, I mean, uh, the yeah. features were great for Drake, but that album, Good you Kid, Mad City. You kind of have to give it to Kendrick right when that drops for that yeah. year, you know. <laughs> and then Ross dropped God Forgives, I Don't um and rich okay. forever yeah oh
2: man <laughs>
1: it's still i mean good kid man city trump's uh, trump's drake singles for that year you know
0: yeah man
1: <laughs> that's yeah but, you
2: know, i'm gonna call a on their shit because you know they got they didn't give it to K out for 2012 but the next year they give it to kate right. i'll be feeling like they want to give it to him the year before and they'll be like all right we didn't <laughs> give it to you so we, the next year we got you right like, <laughs> yeah
0: I mean, like you said, 2013 is Kendrick, but I mean, 2012 is when he dropped the album. But he had the guest verses on uh, ASAP Rocky, Emeli Sandé. I hope I pronounced that correctly. Young Jeezy and Jay Z, um, and then got on the remix. Uh, got Jay Z on the remix for "Bitch Don't Kill My Vod. I don't know. I
1: still give 2012 to Kendrick just for yeah. dropping it that year. You know. No, but
2: take care. There has to be. I, I think there's a there's a way you can say. Like, it was two people that won a year. Because I think 2012 was K-Dot and Drake. I think that's both of the I'll year. give it that, yeah. Yeah, because I don't think neither one of them was over the other in that year. Like,
0: Yeah, I just, I don't know. I feel like it makes it more interesting when you can only pick one. So It's yeah. hard for
2: me to <laughs> give it to to just Drake for 2012,
0: though. No, I agree. I mean, if you're talking to albums, Good Kid, Mad City was... I mean, he's great. So, um, Honorable (laughs) mention for 2013 was Drake, Danny Brown, and 2 Chains, which I'm very surprised to see Danny Brown on here. Me too. uh, too. At the end of the spectrum is Danny Brown, who had little mainstream recognition, but slowly built himself into a premier underground rapper. Fans continue to catch on to his 2011 album Triple X, and he keeps slaughtering guest spots. 2 Chains is still riding high off the success of his debut album and newfound fame. Uh, The question remains if he can maintain his momentum, and here we are in 2022. Still talking about two things, though. So.
1: Still talking about a new album.
0: Question answered. 2014, we got Nicki Minaj, uh, The Pink Print. Uh, a stream of remixes and Lucy's uh, first female rapper in 56 years to have four number one singles on the Billboard Hot and R&B hip hop songs charts. Um, I mean, I, I don't see a way you can't give it to Nicki Minaj. Yeah, I, I don't am. mention right. Drake. <laughs> I'm surprised
1: to you see Young Thug and Killer Mike on here. Killer Mike may run the jewels one that year in 14 yeah. people gravitated to it quick. It was a great album. Yeah. Okay. Huh? Young thug. I'm not sure. Cause it just took me to last
0: year to really like anything from him. Yeah. So it is uh...
1: <laughs> no slander.
0: <laughs> so he has, I mean, songs from 2013, Danny Glover and stoner. Um, I remember stoner being a big song. Mm-hmm. Uh, says so complicated label issues Threatened Thug's accent Thankfully Birdman stepped in, Rich Gang was formed And Thugger ruled the summer uh, With his first top 40 hit lifestyle Which was huge um, Although Rich Gang's the tour part one Is full-length project to go along with all the buzz It doesn't capture Thug in all his glory Understand Thugger's appeal Look no further than his verse on TR about the money Great verse Great, verse. Great verse. Oh yeah,
2: that was a good verse Yeah. yeah. Great yeah.
0: verse yeah. Uh, He didn't have the Radio Hits Club anthems or nearly as much output, Uh, but Killer Mike, like you said, Drew, released Run the Jewels. So yeah, and in 2015, they got Drake again. You see that picture of him? Hilarious. (laughs) Um, Two number one debuts, if you're reading this, it's too late, What a Time to Be Alive. First Grammy-nominated diss track with Back to Back, Hotline. Right, okay, okay. Highest starting solo (laughs) single, tied with Best (laughs) I Ever Had, launched OVO Sound Radio, which I remember being huge. Damn, I can't believe that's 2015. How much
1: did Drake pay Complex to make this list? Because he's in it three times. Like, I mean, there's everywhere. other people that's,
0: that's, that's on here three times. Consistency, man. Uh, Guest versus on Blessings, where you at? And Rico and 100. Sheesh. Great year. So, man, this is probably the longest section I've seen for one artist. Golly. <laughs> Honorable mentions. They got Future, Kendrick Lamar, and J. Cole. If we mention Nelly, I have to say one thing with this list. I don't – they don't have a year where J. Cole, like, won. And I just feel like we already discussed it in our group chat. But, like – the service, yeah.
1: Was Forest Hills 2015? 2014.
0: I think it was because we talked about it. And one year where Kendrick won is where we
1: – I'd put J. Cole over Nicki Minaj now for 14. No, you won't.
0: No, nah, I, I feel like Nicki Minaj... – <laughs> <laughs> No, you won't. All right. <laughs> all right. I'm 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 sorry. <laughs> yeah, 2014. I mean, yeah, you can't give it to Nikki.
1: so. Damn, that's crazy that they don't have him on here at all.
0: Yeah. 2016, they have Chance the Rapper. So, um, Color and Book, which was the first project I listened to in full from Chance the Rapper, and I actually really enjoyed that.
1: I don't agree with what they're saying, though. Like, that's why he should be 2016, because mm-hmm. of SNL and the ESPYs. Like, come on. Yeah.
2: Oh, he was in Ultralight Beam. Oh, I mean, it was. I was, well, was a. I was a good people, year for Chance. They like Acid
1: Rap more, you know.
2: I'm no. Nah, I think people like Color and Book a lot, and I they like. It. like what, and they like what he did on um uh, um, uh, Life of Pablo, because yeah. he, he did a lot with that in Ultralight Beam and um. Stand independent. And he got nominated for a Grammy for a coloring book, and that was yeah. mixtape. You know what <laughs> I'm mean? saying? So that's
1: what, that's when all that mumbo jumbo came in with right. the what's a mixtape and an album.
2: Right. Is that when I started? Yeah. A little yeah, maybe like a year Chance, before. Chance but. got uh nominated for a Grammy because he was right. saying, like, yo, like I put it I put this out just because I'm not making money off of it or charging you for it doesn't mean that it's not worthy of a Grammy. Mm-hmm. So the Grammy was like, You're right. Cause that came out on uh, SoundCloud.
1: Yeah, little tidbit that never forget. Twenty thirteen, when Macklemore and Ryan Lewis won oh, the Grammy yeah. for the heist over Good Kid, Mad City. Come on,
0: man! What are we talking about? Yeah, sad, sad. That's still a meme. <laughs> um, you were robbed. So the honorable mentions they have they have for that year is Q Tip, Kendrick Lamar, and Young Thug again. Um, Crazy. So yeah, they got Young Thug more on here than I expected, but then they have 2017 Kendrick Lamar again, uh, number one al- number one album debut, first solo single to hit number one for Grammys to Pimp a Butterfly, but it's so it went platinum, but sold less than Good Kid, Mad City, um, and only one single managed to crack the top forty. No, That's- it was so so. Damn was his uh, damn yeah. Was damn one was one the one. His album that year. Yeah. They yeah. said
1: depending on how you viewed it, Pimp a Butterfly was one. Pin Butterfly was in twenty seventeen, was it?
2: Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: it was. What the fuck, dude? We're, I'm I see twenty fifteen and like now I can't remember these years. You go back to 03, and I'll tell you every M song in order.
0: Ah, <laughs> like, uh, so damn okay, yeah. I'm like, wait, I feel like we just they just, worded it really weird there. That's why, yeah. So honorable mentions, they have Jay Z, Cardi B, and Future. Uh I'm glad to see they had Cardi B because yeah,
2: shout out to Cardi.
0: Yeah, I mean shit, arguably Bodak Yellow, <laughs> Cardi was everywhere in 2017 and I yeah,
2: remember I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised if they gave it to Cardi cuz she had just as big as year Hendrick Kendrick that year.
0: Yeah. So.
2: Bro, 2017 is when was when Future dropped
0: Future and then Hendrix. Yep. That was Mask the, Off yeah. Baby. Bro. That's a big
2: year. Jay Z dropped four, four, four. Bro, yeah. twenty seventeen <laughs> was a good year. No. <laughs> twenty seventeen might be three, or four different people. Right.
0: Yeah. Two thousand eighteen, they got Pusha T best rap album Grammy nomination for Daytona Complex, best album for a Story of Adidon. Did I say that right? Adidon. Yeah, that was the deal. So I mean, you guys have talked about this. I I don't the runner ups they have is J Cole, Drake, and Travis Scott. I think, oh
1: man, uh, this is getting into weird territory because I like Kod more than I like Daytona, but I love Daytona. I love it's Daytona, just, but it's just it seven tracks, Daytona. you know.
2: Yeah, I love Daytona, but it should go to J Cole for Kod. I agree. I agree that that year
1: should
0: be J Cole. It should be J Cole. 2018, Drake dropped back, dropped "Nice for What." God's Plan, Scorpion. Yeah, that's when he started falling off. You're right. All
1: right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Come uh, on, I got to get A-jab in.
0: Astro World was dropped in
2: 2018. Oh, shit. <sighs> hey. Damn.
0: I don't know, man. I don't know if there's <laughs> there, was a, there was a project bigger. And then Sicko Mo Hey, hey. <laughs> hey, hold on, man. I don't know how you can put... Astro World was definitely better than Daytona. I got oh, Astro... I
2: don't know about that.
0: I got extra World as probably my top album of that year. Over KOD. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, Drew, yeah.
2: Drew gonna have to pull the files. I don't know if I put <laughs> Daytona number one, but I'll, just, I'll go look at the <laughs> handy dandy poster. <laughs> right. <and see>. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't yikes. Know. Yeah, that's a that's
1: a. It's getting. I mean, look how many good albums are coming out in these
0: past few years. You know. Yeah. I mean, KOD. I got, I got, I definitely got Astro World above KOD. I thought Astro World's pacing was
1: great, and then it just fell flat towards the end. That's I still feel that way about that album.
0: I just don't oh, consider many great. skips or any skip, to be honest. See, here's the thing, and I don't want to slander because the baby had like probably the, one of the biggest years I can remember, just being everywhere. But like, how can how can how can the baby get his own year and like J Cole not get any year? Like, I just yeah, feel. Man. That's some bullshit. It just doesn't feel okay with me. Um, So, baby on baby, then Kurt. Um, I mean, he was everywhere. I give him that. He had big hits, but mm-hmm. it, just, it just doesn't feel right. But the honorable mentions they have, again, is Young Thug, who, now that I noticed, was on a lot of honorable mentions, way more than I thought. Benny the Butcher and Freddie Gibbs.
1: Yeah, kind of have to give it to Baby that year. Yeah. He blew up.
0: Yeah. Uh, 2020, they got Lil Baby, which... Uh, the most consumed album of 2020 that says
2: My Turn, yep. two-time Grammy-nominated single, The Bigger Picture. And you see how they said most consumed instead of sales? Because now <laughs> we we're talking about streaming. And That's funny. That, it was streamed a lot. It was streamed more than any other album in 2020. So. Yeah.
0: So they got Freddie Gibbs, Lil Vert, and Benny the Butcher as Honorable mentions. I'm actually surprised to see Benny the Butcher on here so much as I, I mean I've gotten more familiar with him now, but I didn't know he was considered that big um in 2020. You're just on the mixtape grind. Yeah. All right. Well closing it out and thank you to everybody that has stuck with us. Uh yeah, 2021. One. They have Tyler the creator. Um call me if you get lost. They have him as a they they have him saying that he didn't become the best rapper alive overnight. Uh said he's not on the list because of a debut album that immediately took over the charts. A viral craze or Trendy Sound has said, Tyler Gregory O Okanma Played the long game. I didn't even know that was his last name. Wow. Uh, and at, after a decade of putting in groundwork, he became the best rapper of the year on his own terms. Uh it says, to understand the year he had in 21, you have to remember how his career stacked back in 2011 uh, with Yonkers. Tyler was a cockroach eating. I'm glad I never saw that. Ski, wear mask, <laughs> ski mask wearing Ringle leader who yelled about burning shit. Man, this just helps you understand the growth because – I'm telling I don't you. even remember some of this stuff from Tyler, but... Let's plug our album from or uh, plug our pod from last week because we
1: talked about all these albums yeah. and yeah, the honorable mentions were my top three for last year, so I'm right in line with 2021, pretty much.
0: Yeah, it says he can achieve anything he sets his mind to. Um, They have Kanye, J. Cole, and Match Hummy. I don't even... I don't know Mike who that is.
2: Mike Hummy is an underground rapper signed to Gazelda, like...
0: I don't know how you can oh, put no, him above
2: somebody like, like Lil Baby, though. Like,
0: no, Lil, he, Lil Baby.
1: Or even any of these artists that we named from last year in our top ten. Like, yeah. come on.
0: I just feel like they try to throw in a few names to make people familiar, which, I, again, that's kind of what we do, too. But right, I, I, it just doesn't feel like the place. But, hey, I'm, what do my, I mean? My,
2: my, my commie released a dope album, and he deserved praise, but not on no Best Rapper of the Year type shit. Like right. Or, right. Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't know. If
0: we yeah. talked about J. Cole and if he was to win a year, I feel like 2021 could have definitely been a year that he could have won as well. It could have, yeah. It have um, been.
2: You know, I, he, fuck with, I, I fuck with Tyler's album, but I think this should have been J. Cole's year.
0: Even if you're not even talking about, because this isn't even specifically towards albums, but you got to think, like, he played basketball in professional league. Mm-hmm. Uh, he dropped his shoes. Yeah. Um, I finally had people featured on his album. Had a great album. Like, concerts i don't know man if i was to go 2021 i feel like i would have to go with j cole but yeah yeah, i mean that's that's the list again we appreciate y'all sticking with us um would love to hear y'all with whether y'all agree disagree uh check out the list for yourselves take a look um educate yourself on some of the early artists but yeah that was fun uh guys you got Anything – I got one more topic real quick before we get out of here, but anything we want to ask specifically about the best rappers alive. They disrespected Nelly. <laughs> they did. Uh, you know what? That's a great place to end for that segment. Great place to end. <laughs> um, so, yeah, before we get out of here, man, just wanted to touch upon – Uh, we, we previewed or said our expectations for who we thought we, we was going to get into the Super Bowl. Uh, We know who's in the Super Bowl now. My prediction was so close. I just <laughs> didn't know that safeties were – you know, unable to get interceptions that hit them directly in their shoulder pads. Awfully. Oh, oh, that's too bad. I, just, <laughs> I was so close to a Matt Stafford, non Super Bowl, man. And uh, now man. I just got to keep Not hearing. <laughs> <laughs> got to keep hearing how great he is and how he just never had help here and just all this crap. But uh,
2: <laughs> yeah, shout out to the Cincinnati. Dude, start playing violins over this part, bro. Yeah, <laughs> <please>. <laughs> It's just bullshit at the end of the day, but, you know, (laughs) uh,
0: um, yeah, shout out to the Bengals, man. I hope to see Joey B and them boys get the dub, but yeah, um, uh... I will say all the games in this playoff, man, have been, last week was a week where people thought it wasn't going to be good games, going to be blowouts, but again, like, every game went down to the wire. Mm -hmm. Jimmy Garoppolo is so trash, bro. I'm so glad Fortnite (laughs) is about to get him up out of there, like. Just some of the stuff he did in that game, I'm like, are you serious? Like, Drew, I told you, if Jimmy G could just be average, bro, like they could have got that dub, uh, setting Devo Samuels up to be put in the hospital. like like, I felt so bad for him after that hit. You can't do that as a quarterback. Like, that's so messed up. And Debo went out his way to be like, hey, y'all talking about Jimmy G. Like, get off my boy. Well, then to keep panning him in tears at the end of the game, like come on now, like I it's feel bad
1: up, for this man. guy enough. <laughs> but
0: it's messed up. But yeah, I mean, hey, shout out to staff. The year he gets traded from Detroit goes to the freaking Super Bowl. That is just man. It's like
2: platform, platform. You know, I was watching
0: Valenny <laughs> Drew, and this would be my last, my last point. But Rico Beard said this is like you break up with your girlfriend, and within six months, he said. She's now engaged. You get a wedding invite. The guy she's engaged to is better looking than you, has a better <laughs> job than you, makes more money than you. Like, just complete upgrade. And you got to try to pretend to be that that happy, like, bigger man. But at the end of the day... Should have treated her better, okay? <laughs> every part of her life. And now you got to sit there and just, just act like you're not mad, man. So... I couldn't think of a better comparison than that when I heard it, that. I'm like, damn, that is spot on. So you got freaking losers out here talking about the Detroit Rams, like Detroit Rams Super Bowl, baby. Oh, <laughs> like, let's go. Where is the self-respect? Where is that? Where does that come into play? I see these freaking T shirts. I'm like, there is no way in hell. You could My quarterback. Us. Hey, nah.
2: dude, I want you to put the Terrell Owens. that's my quarterback. That's my team.
0: my quarterback. i do it just for you. <laughs> but, yeah, man, what are your thoughts on the game Super Bowl predictions before we get out of here?
2: I A little to cry real tears when the, when the Rams win. I might.
0: Like, all jokes aside, I just might. Like, Oh, my goodness. If yeah.
1: Chase, get one this early in their oh career, I think it'd be God. great for the NFL. I I mean, listen, man, I'm I'm a love-hate with Stafford, so if he wins, he wins. If not, i'm kind of on your side with that be a little bit but i'd like to see burrow and chase win it all
2: ain't no hate in my heart i want staff to get it all all right you know what i'm (laughs) saying i want staff to win this ring i want them to gloat i want them to talk about all of how he's the greatest quarterback to come out and since 2009 he worked his heart sweat tears and and now it's now it's all culminated into a championship i want to hear it all i want to hear it all okay (laughs) Girardi, Do you let him
0: hear it all Girardi, <laughs> you me. that's what I want you to hear also, <laughs> you me. and we'll leave it at that but <laughs> boy, this was fun man yeah. um, again check out some of our old episodes let us know if you agree disagree your biggest thoughts on the best rapper live list let us know some of the stuff you guys have been watching and listening to um, but yeah until next time this has been another episode of two hip hop senseis and casual and y'all be easy one take care
2: two senseis and a casual.